On this episode, we talk to comedian Sebastian Maniscalco about his Nobody Does This tour and returning to his hometown Chicago. We also hear about people getting injured while putting up their holiday decorations. And all the weird things people actually brought onto a plane. Fasten your seatbelts and enjoy! My head is so full of knowledge, and then, yes, like, just dumb knowledge. Not good stuff. Just, like, garbage. Oh, don't sell yourself You short. know, just, like, facts. And then I went to parent-teacher conferences yesterday. Yep. Yeah. And um, they're like, oh, my God, your kid, like, just loves dropping history knowledge on everybody all the time. And that's I, great. I'm, no, I had to, like, apologize. What? Like he, like, he loves history, and that's awesome, but he's, like, got that bad habit of, like, you know, you know, <laughs> like, he's always dropping um, nuggets of information on, on people. I love people. In school. I will have to say I love people like that. Okay. Because yeah. it's not I for everybody. I think that's fantastic <laughs> and fascinating. And, you know, I'd like to click to learn more when people do stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. So I, like, I may need to get to know your son a little bit I'm more. I'm like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. We both have this problem. You know what? Tell him to call or text me. If he's got something to drop, I will be happy to listen. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah. How long do parent-teacher conferences take? Nothing long. I mean, you just go, well, it was, you know, it's different because last year was all virtual. Yeah. So this year, I mean, it was... Uh, 15, 20 minutes, okay. but this year was different. It was student-led. So, like, the kids, like, write out how they feel about themselves. Oh, my God. Never heard of that. Right? It was kind of, you know, so. Well, normally, get, the students don't say anything. You sit there and you listen. Right. Or you're not the even allowed to room. The students don't even go, right. usually, yeah. Oh, really? That I know yeah, of. A lot yeah, of times unless, they're not. You see the students actually sitting in the hallway playing on an iPad or yeah, something because yeah. they didn't have anybody to babysit uh, them. No, my, they were involved. And he even said, he's like, I really like talking about history. And Aww. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's nice. So, That's interesting. Anyway. Yeah. I, I We already had our parent teach conferences a while back. Uh, my kids didn't go, but uh, I think they got a clean bill of health from the teachers. Yeah. That's all we're looking for, my, right? My dad was always that guy that's like, oh, she's doing well? Well, uh, give her some more work. It's obviously not challenging enough. And I'm like, Like, my teachers would actually feel bad. They're like, okay, yeah, sure, great. Uh-huh, bye. <laughs> Uh, by the way, so uh, we have talked so extensively this week. I just had to tell this one um, about Chicago being the rat capital. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if I'm more attuned to the fact that I'm seeing more rats just because it's like self-fulfilling now that I'm looking for them. But I will say that if you don't drive around in the middle of the night, you don't get like one-tenth of the rat show that those of us who do Because they're nocturnal, yeah. Right, exactly. So on the way in here today on Michigan Avenue, I saw almost the equivalent of the old pizza rat from New York, except I couldn't tell what he was carrying, but it looked like a large envelope in his mouth. Just just scurrying down Michigan Avenue, like not afraid of anything or anybody. I'm like, the city hired him to deliver the mail. That may be be somebody's bill. (laughs) Exactly right. But it was very cute, that rat sighting on the way in here. Wow, that's so adorable. Put me in a good mood from the get-go. Another thing you probably saw on Michigan Avenue, aside from the rat, is they're starting to set up for the light festival. Oh, so yeah. there's, like, barriers everywhere. You, you missed all of that because you were focused on I the rat. I was focused <laughs> on, uh, exactly, Templeton the rat. <laughs> the oh, mail-delivering rat. The street. Oh, exactly. Fun. This is Mixed Mornings, weekdays 5.30 till 10. Today's variety, 101.9 The Mix. I'm having a complete brain fart. Yeah, um, yeah. The buildings by the House of Blues, the round one. Oh, Marina oh, Towers. Marina Towers, yeah. thank you. Okay, so... So when we were walking by the Marina Towers the other day, people have already started putting Christmas lights yeah. up. That looks beautiful. It does, but I'm like, that is terrifying. Oh, that's true. Whoever, like, literally, I stopped my husband. I'm like, who, who, they must hire a company or someone because the way they have them on the top of their balconies, yeah. I'm like, that is mortifying to be able to do that. And we all know, you know, Christmas holiday accidents happen. There was someone recently who was putting up Christmas decorations, broke 10 ribs. Oh, God. Only 10? Only, only 10? 10 how, many, how, how many do we have? Like 12? Right? So he's got some more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, you know, once as a kid, I remember my dad was, he was going up in the garage to get, so he had like the super tall ladder, yeah. getting something on the highest shelf of the garage, 
The ladder tips back. Oh, my God. He falls and hits us. You know the sound of a human head hitting cement, and it's terrifying? Yeah, it's horrible. So my brothers and I, he joked, we were like, followed him around like little ducklings the rest of the day to see, because he wouldn't go to the hospital. Of course. So we're like, that's what dads are like. Right. We're like, dad, you okay? Dad, drink some water. Dad, don't go to sleep. Dad, you know, and he was so annoyed by us. But (laughs) that's what you do, because, you know, Christmas can be hazardous. Right. Because you want to go all out. You're like, you better put those lights up right. You better, you know, and it's like, while you want to do it, it also could lead to some disaster. Whether it's marina towers, whether it's your garage, whether it's outside, injuries can happen. So we want to know, where did you get injured putting up holiday decorations? Mm. 60123. Text us your injury. We're hoping everyone's okay and we want to hear like happy stories at the end. But how did you get hurt just trying to be festive, man. Yeah, and do do emotional uh, scars count? Because, like, me and my sister deciding if the lights start from the top or bottom of the tree led to some some fights. Yeah, That's... I think emotional scars definitely count. Go for <laughs> okay. it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If, if you need help in any way, <laughs> then let us know about you were injured putting up holiday decorations. Text us at 60123 and let us know. We got a lot of texts to 60123. You guys want to hear a couple of them? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so coming in from 708, I had a friend and he fell off of a ladder hanging some lights outside, hit his head on the sidewalk, came to work the next day, and it looked like he had a 16-inch softball attached to the side of his head. (laughs) Right? Like, you can just picture it like a big bump. Um, 847 saying, me and my brother were about 15. We were putting up ornaments on the tree. He thought it'd be funny to shake the ladder. I fell, grabbed the ornament with me, crushed my hand, blood everywhere. So not the fall hurt. No, oh my gosh. the ornament that he was holding on to. Turd brother. I know. And then last but not least, 815. <laughs> I was decorating the tree and I lost my footing. I fell into the tree and the tree branch went up my nose. Oh, <gasps> goodness. I like it. At first, you're like, it was not that bad. And then you're really... Oh my god! It's like it's like a COVID test, but with prickles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that, to me, called? that's the winner. That that's uh, all yeah, for right? sure. Absolutely. Chicago's favorite way to wake up: mixed mornings, weekday mornings, five thirty till ten. Today's variety: one hundred one point nine. The mix. Sebastian Maniscalco, is that you? That's me. What's up? How are hey. you doing? Welcome back to Chicago, virtually. Right. Can't wait to get back to Chicago, hometown, coming uh, to the United Center for two shows, and uh, couldn't be more excited to see, uh, well, let's be honest, the first show is for family and friends, and then we have to open up the second <laughs> show for the public. Now, with you, would that be all family, because you got a huge family, or you squeeze a few friends in there, too? I got more family I knew that I had now that I'm coming to the United Center. And always friends, too, right? They just come out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen you in 25 years. There's a reason. Exactly. Uh, So so you get a lot of those calls. So, Sebastian, I'm also Italian, and I love all the foods. And you love food, obviously, with the next season of Well Done coming out on Discovery+. Plus. Um, now I got yep. to see the teasers on that. Now, are you making like a Florentine steak and you're making some cocktails? What's going on? What can we expect? Yeah, so this show kind of spawned out of the pandemic. I uh, love the culinary arts, love cooking shows and competition shows. Top Chef is one of my favorite shows. And I wanted to combine my passion for, for food and comedy, and I figured why not do it in a TV show. So we, we did 13 episodes centered around things that – I find interesting, and I wanted to learn how to do the the, the, the 
the meat episode that you're mentioning, I wanted to learn how to cook a uh, nice steak, uh, medium rare on an open flame. A lot of times, you know, uh, I cook mine in the oven and then I sear it. So we brought in Burke Bachman from Slab Restaurant out here in Los Angeles who does amazing barbecue to kind of teach me how to prepare meat, smoke meat. Uh, so we did a meat episode. We did a uh, we did a kids food episode. We did a sushi episode. Hidden kitchens here in Los Angeles. So things that I was interested in, we uh, we kind of uh, we we made a 13 episode uh, two seasons, and uh, it airs on Discovery Plus and the Food Network. So you could catch it there. So yeah, it's it's been a nice departure from stand up comedy. I like kind of going outside the box and doing and trying salt, pepper, things. and olive oil. Right? Isn't that all you need on that steak? Yeah, you know what? I don't even do the olive oil. I've tried the olive oil in the past, a little yeah. wet for me, but uh, a nice, uh, you know, abundance of, of salt and pepper on each side for me. Uh, no sauce, no nothing, uh, and just kind of enjoy the flavor of the meat. Look at me. I sound like I'm opening up in a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's next. It's great. It's uh, it's very appetite wedding. Now, you talking about your dad. Uh, who still lives around here, you said, right in the suburbs, like where you grew up, Arlington Heights? Is that where he's at? Yeah, yeah, he lives in Arlington Heights, yeah, he's still there. Hey, I got two questions about your dad. A, is he excited about the Bears potentially moving to your hometown? I know it's a little down the road, but a lot of Arlington Heights people are excited about that possibility. But B, how does he feel that Robert De Niro, if I'm reading this correctly, is going to be playing him? Yeah, no, it's, that's crazy. So the first question, how does he feel about the Bears going to Arlington Heights? Uh, first thing he did when he called me up, he goes, I think the value of my house is going to go up if they if they move here. So he's, he's worried about his real estate <laughs> right. rather than the Very. Bears playing in his backyard. Very practical. And, uh, and the Bears have been a big, big um, – you know, we watch the game every Sunday. Obviously, I'm here in L.A. and he's in, in Chicago, and we call each other up after pretty much every quarter and, and just yell and scream at the TV. So, uh, uh, And secondly, yeah, I did a movie. I co-wrote a movie. It's called About My Father, loosely based on my life. Uh, basically, it's a, a father-son uh, love story, and uh, De Niro's playing my dad. So De Niro, being the actor that he is, he wanted to talk to my father about how he wears his hat, what's, he, what's in his wallet, what cigars does he smoke. And uh, he, he asked for my father to come to set to teach him how to uh, do highlights. Uh, my dad's a beautician, and in the, in the movie, there's a, a scene in a salon, and De Niro wanted to know how to do highlights. So my dad flies down to Alabama, and he's basically a consultant on the film to De, De Niro. And uh, of course, my dad, being my dad, comes up to me. He's like, "Listen, how much am I getting paid for this?" <laughs> Hey, nothing's free, right? Highlights, and my dad wants SAG scale. So, um, yeah, so we had to put my dad on the payroll. (laughs) Just the idea of anyone having to teach De Niro how to do highlights, is uh, that's unreal. That's awesome. Cool, and obviously you're a family guy. I see you all over your Instagram with your wife and your daughter and your son and your dad. I think you guys had, like, some mix-up with, like, a possum or something in the backyard of your house. Yeah, yeah, we had a possum. Well, she was a skunk. And, you know, my dad grew up on a farm in Sicily, so he's very familiar with wildlife and what have you. And uh, he always kind of makes fun of me because I don't really know what I'm doing with uh, anything around the house. I'm not really handy. And my dad always uh, rips me to shreds that I that I don't want to do anything. So uh, we had this skunk in the yard, so we had to put up like a, a trap to catch it and, and then release it somewhere else. So my dad kind of spearheaded that movement. But my dad at his house right now is dealing with a woodpecker situation, uh, woodpecker. Are pecking at his house, and he's trying to figure out how to deter 
the woodpeckers. So uh, that's what happens when you get older. My dad's 75, and uh, his weeks are consumed about how to get rid of woodpeckers. So it's very exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a good, like, three-hour conversation with yeah. you every day. <laughs> it's that and what medication he's taking. Oh, but that, that, <laughs> like that's a whole other chapter. And obviously you're a record-setting star in your own right now with the comedy and the movies. Do you ever pinch yourself, though, just the way you say it so casually? Yeah, Jerry and I go out for dinner every once in a while. Yeah, De Niro's playing my dad. No problem. You ever pinch yourself and say, like, wow, I'm really in an amazing place when I can casually drop stuff like that? No, it's really, I mean, like, I never take it for granted. It's amazing. I, I mean, when I came out here from Chicago in 1998, I knew nobody, not one soul. My, fa- uh, my, my sister and I took my Plymouth 1991 laser and drove from Arlington Heights to L.A., and then I flew her back to, to Chicago, and basically I was alone, uh, not knowing uh, how to get into the entertainment business. I knew nobody. So to come from that, and I worked at the Four Seasons Hotel for seven years trying to supplement my income. I sold satellite dishes at a mall in the ghetto. I, I mean, I mean, I've been through kind of a lot to get where I am, but every day, you know, I, I got to kind of pump the brakes every once in a while, and that's that's what I told myself. I go, let's just enjoy some of these moments rather than, you know, uh, always like, what's next, what's next, what's next? I'm trying to kind of stop and smell the roses because it is pretty cool that, you know, my dad is uh, is being played by Robert De Niro, a guy that we kind of grew up watching at Casino and Goodfellas and Mean Streets and, and all the, all these different movies, and now my dad is, uh, you know, he's got De Niro's phone number and he's uh, casually chatting with him on a Sunday night. So, totally. Uh, yeah. And I know. Pinch yourself uh, because it's, uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty great. You've talked about not taking it for granted. The fact that you are playing and selling out and you already have done it. The house that Jordan built again, December 11th. Tickets are on sale right now. SebastianLive.com. We cannot wait to have you back here in the city. No, I can't wait to get there. Have some pizzas, some portillos and, uh, and relax and uh, enjoy the Chicago land. I mean, it's where I grew up and uh, to come back and, and do the United Center for two shows. It's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty exciting, so I can't wait to see everybody there. Alright, awesome. Help your dad with that medication. Sort it all out in person when you're here. <laughs> and we'll look forward to seeing you. Thank you. Thanks. You got it. Take care. Happy holidays. Trending on Twitter. Trending on Twitter. Getting into number three, Jason Sudeikis is playing a very familiar role as a coach in the new Foo Fighters video tease. What? What? Did you do this just for us? (laughs) I did. Uh, In the Love Dies Young tease, Jason plays a swim coach to what seemingly is the Foo Fighters. You never get to see their face, but there is a sign on the wall that says synchronized swimming competition. (laughs) So Jason oh then shares some inspirational quotes. I got to see good. this because Dave Grohl is so funny in itself. Oh, Put the man. two of them together. It's ridiculous. You can't get better than that combo. Coming in at number two, there's a new trend that I think you can get better about. Um, so the trend is how to make ketchup healthy. So people are putting a bunch of ketchup like in a bowl and then just adding water. Ew. And then mixing it and dipping their fries in it. I'm so not sure about this. I don't know if they think they're cutting, I guess, you know. Making more out of less, so less calories. I don't know if they're just trying to be funny, but this is what the kids are doing out there. That's this is just weird. like run off their fries. Like what? It's, it's just, just looks- yeah. So then you just drench your your fries a little bit and like soak them, which is just gross. You want crispy fries? The whole thing is disgusting. And when you see all the videos online, you're like, Whoa. TikTok, you're drunk. I know. Exactly. Seriously. 
And coming in at number one, the biggest thing on the internet right now and probably for the next couple of days is that Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes have announced that they have broken up. Oh, man, what a disaster. I know, tear, But they're going to be best friends. Don't worry. Oh, of course they are. After two years together, which doesn't seem like 15, they both (laughs) put out the same statement saying that they're ending their romantic relationship, but that they started as friends and they're going to continue to be not only friends, best friends. Mm, Yeah, best friends. (laughs) Good luck with that one, guys. Thanks. (laughs) That's trending on Twitter. This is Mixed Mornings, weekdays 5.30 till 10. Today's variety, 101.9 The Mix. If you guys are flying for Thanksgiving, or if anybody Mm. listening is flying for Thanksgiving, which we know millions and millions of people are this year, flights on Thanksgiving weekend are back in full force, almost to pre-pandemic levels now. So the TSA is trying to account for this, and they're going to allow people to fly with Thanksgiving giving turkeys in their carry-on what? bags. I kid you not. Come on. Other Thanksgiving dishes like pies, cakes, cookies, stuffing, fruit, vegetables, casseroles, mac and cheese, and candy can, I repeat, can also be taken on planes, but if they are packaged properly only. Now, that would be an interesting thing to see on a plane, would it not? Mm-hmm. You're gonna, yeah, if you see duffel bags, you're going to see tons of people with duffel bags with turkeys in them. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to, like, shove your turkey in the, <laughs> underneath the seat in front of you. Like, right? you got to get under there. That oh is one gosh. heavy carry-on bag, that for one crazy. thing, the frozen butterball, right? Yeah. And you know you're trying to, like, hide it, like, kind of like, oh, this bag doesn't count, right? That like, is so uh, funny. For sure. So, I mean, that would be a very unusual item to see <laughs> yeah. on a plane, yeah. right? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, sure. that's unusual items on planes are not limited to Thanksgiving. Like, maybe we've all brought weird stuff on planes before. Oh, yeah. For example? Okay, so <laughs> mine's kind of like a weird story. I'm trying to make it really short. But okay. um, so in Serbian, like, so I was coming from Serbia and I wanted to bring something super Serbian back. Right. So what they have is picture a squash, right? Like, you know what a squash looks yeah. like? It kind of has like a handle and a big circle. Also so, very Thanksgiving-like. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And you, like a dried up squash, you cut it in half and it used to be like an old school cup. That they would use. Okay, so you actually use the dried vegetable itself mm-hmm. as like a, as a bowl cup. or okay. cup yeah, or something. Okay. So, Crafty. Yeah, exactly. So I brought that home with me one year because I'm like, this is cool. This is Serbian. Yeah. Yeah, TSA grabbed it. They're shaking it. They're like, what's inside this? What? I'm like, seeds. It's a squash. And they're like, they're like, no. And they took it and they smashed it and I never got it. And I started oh, crying. I'm like, but goodness. that's my Serbian cup. Right. So they did. Okay, there you go. My dried so squash. A, a they dried, took my dried squash. A dried squash squash. <laughs> Squash Serbian cup on a plane is interesting. <laughs> An unusual item you almost took on yeah, a plane. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, one year I had a couple of lightsabers that we got, like not actual like laser ones, but you know plastic lightsabers, but just enough for two little boys to want to hit each other in the face Aww. with. So enough of that uh, on the plane, and uh, we had to put those under the seats right quick because we were getting some really dirty. Yeah. Lights. So what are some weird things you have taken on a plane? We want to know. Uh, you know, it wasn't weird to you until uh, TSA is like, "What in the heck is this?" So <laughs> give us a call and let us know, 312-233-1019. The weirdest thing you've taken or maybe even seen taken on a plane. Like you were boarding and you were like, what is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, Christina, you are on the mix. What'd you take on a plane? Breast milk in a pickle jar. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> you put that right in the belt, right? It goes right through. <laughs> All right, we are moving right on. To, thank you, Christina. Uh, moving right on to Mitch. Mitch, what'd you bring on a plane? A six-foot walking stick that was hand-carved from the Caribbean. Wow! Ooh, I hope it was. Hope it made it. Yeah. Yeah. No one's gonna it mess did. with. No one's oh, gonna, good. No good. one's gonna mess with. Better you on than that flight. Be like a squash. Right. Uh, how about Eileen? What'd you bring on a plane, Eileen? 
Actually, it was my aunt. She was in visiting from Colorado, and there was a place called Harvey's and Countryside, and she brought a fried onion loaf on the plane. <laughs> and people were wondering what the smell was. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm sure that smelled good. Onion loaf. Wow. <laughs> Now, is she, is she the type of aunt who's like, I didn't care. That's what I'm bringing. Oh, Too bad. She could give. She could give. Yeah, yep, 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 <laughs> we, we got, got it. it. Yeah, okay, we got <laughs> we it. We all got that aunt. Yeah, okay. Close your nose. Not my problem. Courtney, you're on the mix. We went to go visit my brother out in Vegas, and they didn't have White Castle, so we brought him a Crave case. Another, Another smell. smell. <laughs> <laughs> we were not the favorite on the plane. No. Oh, but I would have loved to yeah, eat. Got to share yeah, it with everybody. Seriously. That's the key there. Cat, yeah. you're on the mix. What'd you bring on a plane? My mother-in-law brought a goat for Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, um, a, a, a live? What? No, no, no. Pretty close, pretty tenderized goat. Okay. Wow, that's a that's big. Well, right? I kind of want to just interview you all day about said goat because, oh. I mean, like, I don't know how not to get graphic. Like, how big were the pieces of goat? Big enough to feed 15 people. Wow. Uh, so it's a duffel bag full of goat. Yes. Okay. The that's... goat, of course, came with a side of what it's called um, a venom beans. Oh. Which I mean, a very bad with a very bad label that looks suspicious. So she got to stop by calling. Right? Yeah, yeah. TSA is okay. definitely going to question you about that duffel bag. Perfect. And by the way, uh, so we have a caller named Aaron who seems oh to have God. dropped off the line. Oh. Aaron, if you called and you dropped off the line, call us back right now. Okay, Aaron. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Here's Karen. Karen, you're on the mix. What'd you bring on a plane? Oh. About a two and a half naked statue of David. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> you're just like, you put it under your arm and you just walk right in? Yeah. My husband got stopped uh, going through baggage with our three boys. Uh, he was bringing it home from me because uh, he went to uh, Greek town in Florida, Tampa, Tarpon Springs. And he knew I liked it. It's and not even from Rome. Yeah, that's even I know. better. And, and he found it down there, and he knew I liked them, but I didn't need a two-and-a-half-foot statue, but that's okay. Wow. All right, perfect. You know what, Karen? You're our winner. The Amazon Echo Dot. Karwaski tells us we have a lot. You don't need to be an astronaut. Makes mornings has one for you. The morning is flying by, oh and you know it really is. It's going by fast, it's going isn't by it? Fast. <laughs> it is going by fast, and that's what we're taking calls about right now at three one two two three three one zero one nine. What is the fastest movement in the human body? And Nikki, it's not that. So <laughs> we have some calls, right? Says you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Megan. What uh, is your guess, Megan? My guess is blinking. Ooh, that's what that's I thought. A good one. Yes. But no, no, what? that's not, not it. Correct. Oh my goodness. All right, we got another guest. Don't worry. Catherine has something. Catherine. A sneeze? Ooh, Ooh I didn't uh, even think of that. Like when a sneeze starts, you can't even stop it. But uh nope, that's uh, not the answer wow. either. Yeah, sorry. Uh we have any more? I'm legit. One? I don't know. Yeah. I'm confused. I'm out of guesses. Here is Allie with another guess. Allie. Is it snapping your fingers? That's it, Ellie. Congratulations. Snap, snap, snap. Ding, 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 ding. I wish I had one of those ding, ding, ding sounds. <laughs> that is awesome. I would never have guessed that. Yeah, it's it's uh, in the article, there's a survey out now that says this movement is almost three times quicker than a professional baseball pitching arm. So it's it's like uh, 
the fastest thing the human body does. It's crazy. Well, that makes sense. It's like the, uh, well, I guess it's less than the blink of yeah. an eye, but if what's, you will. Yeah, what's funny, too, is the scientists go into saying, like, it is the perfect combination between the thumb and the middle finger. Like, you know, they right. get very technical. <laughs> oh, like, there we go. Snap, yeah. my man. Right. <laughs> All right, well, congratulations. I, I you, you can snap, but I would suggest you don't do that at RPM Steak. Oh, That's no. usually not a big thing there. <laughs> the Dover Nuggets. There's only a few. Leftover Nuggets. And I want to chew. All right, yes, leftover nuggets. I never know if we're going to keep going. So apparently my family, some members of my family, my brothers must be in Italy, uh, and I didn't know that, because uh, American tourists have been caught breaking into Rome's Coliseum to uh, have some early morning beers. Why does it have to be American tourists? <laughs> I know. Seriously, why? I read why? this, I'm like, this could be a member why of my family. Why can't it be the Germans or something? No, 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 it's us. So yeah, what happened was they climbed the wall, you know, in the middle of the night, uh, found that they like, went through the main area of the Coliseum, and then they found the perfect spot uh, by the famous arches pointing outwards to the city where they would sit, reach in their bag, pull out some beers, and have some beers, and look over the Colosseum and Rome. Guess what? When you're that high uh, in, in that area, you're going to get caught. So you did yeah. some people probably taking pictures of a Colosseum. Yeah. Like, what is, is that a dude drinking a beer? Yeah. Like, totally. Waving an American flag? It's, so, it's all fun and games until you ruin ancient history. So, needless to say, they did get in trouble. The police were called and they were handed a $900 fine. Ah, but what a story, though. Yeah, they can use that forever. Well, how about another nugget for you guys? There is a TikToker who has been described as evil for making her cheating boyfriend get her name tattooed on his arm before deciding to ghost him. So the woman known as Lana posted a video on her TikTok account of her showing her ex getting inked up. So she's, you know, recording him getting the tattoo. And the post that she wrote with it is, when your POSX wants you back, so you tell him, that's fine, get my name tattooed on your arm. But you're planning on ghosting him immediately afterwards. (gasps) That is, yeah. That's brutal. That's really mean. Um, But I guess he had it coming to a certain degree. But that's, uh, that's permanent. Yeah. You know, yep. and and love comes and goes. That's so going to be a tiger. Nugget. That's going to be a tiger. Or I love my. I don't know what that's going to be soon, but it's going to be nice. Oh. Perhaps they can turn it into a bee. I bring that up for one reason because there was a volcanic eruption in La Palma in the Canary Islands, and uh, it erupted in late September, and. There were beehives there Ooh. that were buried under volcanic ash for months. Literally months, I tell you. But it turns out that when the rescuers went in, dug out some of the volcanic ash, five of the six beehives that were under there had survived with hundreds of thousands of bees. Oh, my God. Undoubtedly happy to see blue skies again. They had sealed themselves in with some bee material, and they were able to survive on their food reserves as the owner had not yet collected the summer honey from them. No word on whether they were huge or sting crazy or whether the (laughs) firearms were useless against them. Trending on Twitter. Trending on Twitter. Coming in at number three, there's a new action-packed teaser for Pam and Tommy, which is out. Hulu just dropped the first trailer for it the upcoming... It cannot be more exciting than the original. Uh, I well, will just tell you that, right? Whatever they can mm-hmm. do, uh, they better be really careful. Well, so you guys already kind of know what I'm talking about. They have an upcoming limited series based on the former couple, yeah. Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, and their tumultuous relationship, which you guys... You know, clearly have like, firsthand experience about. Maybe a tape. 
Oh, I yeah, mean, see, I know if, it's, if it's about anything other than that, I don't think anybody cares. No, right. no, I'm serious. Yeah. So, blah 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 tape. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's starring Lily James and Sebastian Stan. It's going to be out on February second, twenty twenty two. Really quick for the Marvel nerds uh-huh. like me, uh, that's Bucky. From oh. Marvel, which is crazy that yeah. he's playing that role. And then I forget who's playing her, but she is like, looks identical to Pam yeah. Anderson. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Coming in at number two, if you needed more proof that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are probably dating, we got it for you. Pete celebrated his 28th birthday with Kim, Momager, Chris, and Flavor Flav. Of course. So, I don't know. Right. Cool. Good for them. But you're probably wondering why Flavor Flav was there. And I don't know the actual reason, but... Flav did post a picture um, at the celebration saying, celebrating my adopted son with some legends. Pete is even pictured wearing Flav's famous clock necklace. That is amazing. So I guess they're buds. Yeah, exactly. And before before I said this, I wanted to make sure, so I just Googled it to check that I didn't dream this. Flavor Flav legitimately is on a Learner and Row commercial on TV. Good for these him. days. <laughs> our, good, good our good friend, the client's Learner and Row. Two, 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 twenty-two, yeah. twenty-two. Yeah, he sings that on the cover. I swear to you. Six degrees of Flavor Flav. <laughs> he can do everything. He's I guess keeping really busy. <laughs> Coming in at number one, somebody that's always busy, McDonald's, and they are celebrating fiftieth anniversary of their iconic egg McMuffin. The breakfast item defined early mornings, road trips, and maybe day after drinking recoveries for a lot of us for <laughs> decades. And today, customers are going to be able to get a special throwback price at sixty-three cents if they download the McDonald's app. Why they couldn't make it 50 cents, I don't know. I but... found out the answer to your oh, question. You, you asked this off the air yesterday, yeah. and I happened to find the answer because that's just how sad I am that I'm looking these things up at like 6 p.m. Uh, that was the original price of right. the McMuffin. Yeah, I mean, I, I got that. Like, oh. that's what I, the... Well, you were asking why. Well, because I just... said it, it's the throwback price, but I mean. She wanted a deeper discount. Uh, yeah, I had to just think they could have made it <laughs> well, 50 cents. Well, then all my cents. research was for nothing. <laughs> that's trending. Thank you for listening to the Mixed Mornings Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment. Of Mixed Mornings on 101.9 The Mix, Chicago.